see that girl, watch that scene, and find out if that scene syncs to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. Welcome to Sync Floyd, you are the dancing queen, young and sweet, only however old you are. My name is Gareth Blackler. My co-host is James Barron. Hello, James. Hello, absolutely. <laughs> it's me, <laughs> James Barron. How are you? Good. I, I feel like I said I was ending every sentence then with commas. Like I wasn't quite. It's because I didn't get to do the full rhythmic intro to usually do to a show because right? mm. I threw it off with a bit of ABBA in there. Yeah. But yeah, oh, good. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I technically got hit by a car today. Whoa! What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, the slowest car ever hit me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, oh, the most part, like, everything's fine. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Great. My bike is making a weird squealing noise. Oh, no. That's an easy fix. I just have to go on YouTube. Um, <laughs> but you- the worst part is I realized in times of trouble, because I thought the, the guy kept going when he shouldn't have kept going. Rude. And in times of trouble, I go... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> can only be really from hearing all the walls and Pink Floyd's uh, yeah. great gig in the sky. I mean, that must be true. I did it just before now when you mentioned that you got hit by a car. So oh, I think it's no. affecting us both. We're big whoa, whoa, whoa boys now. Yeah. Man, I'm glad you're okay and that your bike is partially okay it sounds like maybe there's just like an axle out of alignment or something hopefully you don't something like that hopefully you don't have an axle out of alignment that we're unaware of but um i feel it okay to be honest (laughs) simply because after this was pre-work post-work biking home on the squealing bike yeah rushing so i can get home and finish watching 2008's hit musical (laughs) mamma mia yeah oh squealing uh, outwardly and internally <laughs> about that. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, James, we watched Mamma Mia. We watched it on mute while Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon played. Sure did. How do you feel about ABBA? Wow. Big question. Um, yeah, right? ABBA are pretty cool, really, as a band. They've been, like, long-time running band. Uh and with like some star-studded members right in their own right what mm. like pretty crazy collaborators involved in ABBA um like near supergroup level and that they all went on to do like amazing stuff on their own right um mm. but uh, like as far as their music is concerned i basically only know the hits i like when it going into this movie i knew very little about ABBA other than like dancing queen mamma mia and that's basically it like mm. um those were really the only tracks that i were was very well versed in as soon as i like heard heard a couple of the tracks i've been like oh yeah i recognize this i remember this song but then there are some in here that are like what who yeah how like i've never heard these in my life so i'm not exactly what you call an abistan which sounds like a middle eastern country but um <laughs> you know uh yeah, like, uh, they're, they're good. They're good band. They're good band, and I should probably know more going in. I'm a little bit terrified mm. of the ABBA fans coming out and murdering me for knowing not too much, but I'm being honest. Uh, yeah. What about yourself? Okay. What, are your, what are your thoughts on ABBA? History? Ancient history? 
I'm sort of in the same boat, but like I did realize this week, like no one is ever told of ABBA. Everyone is born with knowledge of ABBA. Mm. I find like everyone will know, yeah, the three songs at least, and probably more. And everyone will like them. Yeah. Yeah. It's ABBA are such a fascinating entity because you can't really, it feels like there's, they're not a band you have an opinion about. They're a band that kind of agrees are great. Yeah. (laughs) They obviously, I think they had a rough time in the eighties and maybe some in the nineties, but I remember them being worshipped in the nineties as well. Mm. Like they are beloved. They've, even the like post the re the re canonizing of disco music mm-hmm. and like now everyone agrees that disco was this innovative amazing 70s music it was actually pretty cool yeah yeah that has nothing to do with abba everyone already agreed abba were great yeah like uh, it's they were like they're almost like adele in a way yeah like adele yeah. even if you don't like music You'll like Adele. You'll see the appeal. Kind of Abba. Yeah. Mm. You'll be like, damn, that girl can sing. It's the same kind of thing, yeah. right? You're like, even if you aren't like into the songs, you're like, whoo, man, talent, you know, like that yeah. kind of level. And I would say like that that's mostly attributed to songwriting with Abba. I think they've got some mm. like some absolutely like banger lyrics and yeah, like the, their songs are really like memorable and good. The ones that, mm. that the ones that hit really hit is what I'm trying to say. Um, I guess in a similar manner to Pink Floyd, like everyone knows Dark Side of the Moon, like exactly whether you like it or not, and you <laughs> and you may have a have a good or bad opinion on it, but it, everyone recognizes that that album is like one of the best of all time, right? Mm. Like even if it's not really your cup of tea, so they have similar backgrounds kind of going in musically right and that yeah way. and like and their now reputation they're like canonizing yeah the two bands are very similar like you can imagine a couple where one of them loves pink floyd and one of them loves abba and they just they don't get it about each other but they just they respect it they love like, each they other anyway <laughs> yeah they take turns listening to the cds in the car yeah and it's every drive. It's just those two CDs. Yeah. Abba Gold and Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Abba Gold. Um, <laughs> this sounds this like, thing is like true to life, potentially, for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm describing my childhood. Yeah. Like, everyone who has a childhood knows. <laughs> everyone who has a childhood. Oh, wow. Um, if it happened in your childhood, you assume it happened to everyone's childhood. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean you didn't go down to like on holiday and get 50 cent mixtures? We all did that, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> you all got ice creams with the flake in. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway. We all like had a grandmother named Loris. Yeah. Right? Loris? She's actually a grandmother. Man, that's a wild name. I like it. Loris. It's <laughs> a good name. That's my real grandmother's name. I wow. That. Okay. Don't use that to hack into any of Gareth's, like, social media, please. Because <laughs> it's a security question. <laughs> yeah, good joke. Excuse me, I just have to- I need to <laughs> rename my grandmother real quick. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way to change your password, yeah. is rename your grandmother. It's real tough. Thankfully, there's a website for that. Um, mm. Should we- Namemygranny.com. <laughs> oh, can we buy that and redirect it to um, St. <sighs> Floyd Pod? Potentially. I 
Well, if, look, listeners, go to it. If it's got nothing to do with us, um, we're sorry. And if it's great, then you're welcome. Yeah. Then name name your granny after us, please. Yeah. That's a great legacy. <laughs> Old oh. Granny James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. We're off to a flying oh. start, Gareth. Should we, should we dive into Mamma Mia? The music with the jukebox musical for the ages this was like a yeah. stage show before it was a um or well, like a musical obviously before it was a film mm. right yeah for many many years it was okay. a stage show it was sort of written i mean you can tell from watching it it was written without the intention of the story being first it was written yeah to fit in as much abba as you could very much a vehicle for the songs it's kind of amazing yeah. that it sticks together as well as it does even though yeah even though so many parts of this do feel very shoehorned in and feel like, why are we singing about this? Like, why are we celebrating this part <laughs> of this relationship? Seems like a weird mm. thing to be singing about, but that's fine. Um, there is an ABBA song written about it, and that is usually the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's at least a lot of fun. Like, that's what I'll say about Mamma Mia going in uh, mm. as a spoiler-free review. I don't didn't love it. <laughs> It's not really my cup of tea. And I think the critics would agree. This isn't a very highly rated movie. Um, yeah. Well, what's interesting is on letterbox.com, mm-hmm. this is the um, the movie that's over like the 10 years that website's been around has had the biggest upca- uptake in positive reviews. Oh, wow. Maybe. Bit- yeah. Now it's like quite high up on its average review. And oh. again, it's just the power of ABBA is just coming <laughs> through. have to respect. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's pretty impressive, actually. They're like, mm. honestly, like coming back from being critically panned is like one of the more impressive things a piece of media can do. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like having that lasting appeal. So, yeah, we'll see if Cats 2019 gets there, but it's not looking good at the moment. Um, oh, see, I was just thinking about that as I was setting up my like cupboard studio. <laughs> I reckon it could come back pretty strong. Really? Mostly for being, yeah, mostly for being the big uniting media of the pre the last big uniting media of the pre-covid era that's fair yeah yeah it's like (laughs) the fact that that's like a sign of the times just before everything fell to shit is pretty hilarious Mm. like (laughs) i remember going to the cinema with 18 people to go and see cats 2019 (laughs) which is just something that is unfathomable to me meant to me now you know (laughs) like crazy (laughs) yeah like, for probably a massive chunk of the world, Cats was the last movie they've seen in cinema. Yeah. And it's been two years now. Wow. Yeah. That's wild to think about. Like, that's the end of movies for you and you've just had to hear <laughs> yeah. fucking us talk about all the movies. <laughs> this has been your replacement, man. Uh, I'm oh. sorry, slash, you're welcome. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Mamma Mia friendo oh yes uh yeah opening title speak to me you know the drill universal pictures etc um we got like this movie starts like like a fucking fantasy fable for no apparent reason Mm. middle of the night midnight boat journey to an island with like a shrouded figure (laughs) like Mm. being like standing on a boat that seems to be propelled of its own accord she's only holding the rudder of the boat presumably like an outboard motor but like it doesn't look like that there's no like wake behind this boat it's just 
magically being propelled forward, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is great to see. Um, and heading up to a Grecian island and a like like outstanding like everything else in the scene is blue hued, and there's this yellow post box in the center it's like we're in a like perfume ad or something (laughs) it's very weird um so scary yeah scary perfume yeah scary perfume if you smell the fear is (laughs) um and she's sending off these three important letters to um her dad's (laughs) unnamed Mm. characters well they're actually named now um sorry sam carmichael bill anderson and harry bright are the trio of names that these the recipients of the letters um and then we cut to them or yeah. like doing their thing and heading to the wedding that they've just been invited to um yeah I, I do like the like difference in the framing of all of these scenes they all have sort of distinct vibes going on especially especially mm. bill's scenes who looks like he's is in um <laughs> He's walked out of like an adventure movie. It's great. It's like he's, yeah. it's like he's Indiana Jones abandoning set, which I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, they're all heading off to destinations unknown. No real major sinks here for the intro. We're just getting like speak to me as you know, interbreathe, um, and yeah, just sort of serene vibes. Um, hmm. And then yeah, we get the title card for Mamma Mia appearing like through stars um oh, yeah. in typeface pretty lovely and breathe <laughs> over like the open ocean i'm pretty sure as well yeah um the way dune 84 ended mamma mia began yeah. <laughs> there you go what yeah. a what a perfect lead-in for our podcast you know <laughs> if you're watching all of these movies sequentially because you've been cursed mm. like that's at least got to be nice um yeah yeah uh, it's nice when there's good things in your curse that is always nice <laughs> that's something that this podcast has taught me um yes oh gosh <laughs> yes uh yes this so the serene scene is immediately interrupted by the screeching of woo girls gareth um <laughs> because sophie is re is reuniting with her friends and bridesmaids um, their character names are Ellie and Lisa, but they aren't at all important. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. They just sort of hang around and be audience surrogate and hear all the stuff that's going on. And then, yeah, mm. basically are backup singers for the rest of the movie. But that's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. They come in and do this, like, prepared dance sequence that they have, like a friend oh, yeah. group dance move. Um where they have like a rhyme that they sing and clap hands and stuff and they all pose. It's very like team rockety. I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if every group of uh, ladies in this world has their own, <laughs> like maybe this is just a thing that friends do. <laughs> maybe we need to come yeah, up maybe. with our own Gareth, our own little like rhyme sequence about our weird podcast that we have. Yeah. He's James. He's Gareth. That's his it. games. Oh, there's nothing that rhymes with Gareth. That's not fair. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll workshop it. It's fine. It, it needs work. They're clearly well rehearsed, these girls, you know. Yeah, so. these girls did not come up with this on the spot. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> they've, they've come here for Sophie's wedding. Um, 
we're on Kalokeri Island, which is a made-up Greek island. Mm. Um, Kalokeri literally translating to summer. So, summer island. (laughs) So, that's fun. Why not? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, they are getting filled in on the hot goss. She's got a secret that only she can tell them, and it's that she's invited her three potential fathers to attend this wedding. Um, Basically, she never was told about her father growing up, um, kept very secretive by her mum, Donna. And, uh, yeah, like- she sent off these letters uh, to these guys because she found out the information and by stealing her mum's diary mm. and then reading it aloud to these girls being like talking about past relationships that she had with these three guys. And uh, we do launch into the first song here um, where we're getting on the run, I believe, uh, which is adding heightened tension to the diary reading. <laughs> but um yeah, not much else. The song is Honey Honey. Um, one of my least favorite ABBA songs, I've got to say. Okay. Not a fan of this one, especially as an opener for the, for the movie. Didn't fill me with mm. confidence. Um, mm. I think the singing's okay. Like, it's, like, well performed. I just don't think it's that great a song. I was wondering if it was my TV or Amazon Prime or the combination of the two. Mm. Or if... This movie's done this on purpose, but my goodness, you could barely hear Amanda's vocals, Amanda or Sophie's vocals. Oh, really? And, like, you could really hear the backing track. And, like, ah. I knew going in that the singing wasn't very well rated in this movie and that everyone was, like, actors over singers. So I was genuinely, like, worried that, like, over time they've done a little course correction and just upped <laughs> the, backing, the backing for everything. They've just muted all the singing very much because it's, like, not that great. And they're like, ooh, actually, this movie's yeah, got to live or die by the dialogue now. <laughs> everyone who's watching this, you know, at, in 2021 probably knows the songs well enough that they'll just be singing themselves anyway. Yeah, it's that's like true. the karaoke version. Oh, yeah. This is very much like a mum singing in the aisles kind of song. Uh, yeah. And, or like, movie, really, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that dance I talked about on our Labyrinth episode that I accidentally embarrassed a bunch of people in their 50s by pointing out that they'll do it, where you just Whoa. kind of wiggle your hips and keep your arms bent and move them side to side. Yes, yes. I yeah. know this exact move. Yeah. Mm. Like pointing it out. Huge shame in my life. Yeah. As we talked about. Like Brutal. I never want to shame someone out of dancing. No. But here's a whole movie about that. Like based on that dance move. Basically. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. There's an even wilder dance move that I'm going to get to later in this discussion. Oh, my goodness. Which is like, I just can't wait to talk about. But we'll get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so... <sighs> It, the, the, also, the context, I just want to talk about the context of this song in relation to what's happening in the scene. Effectively, uh, like, it's kind of weird that Sophie is singing about, like, from the perspective of her mother, like, having these past loves and relationships. And she's just, mm. like, gleefully singing as if she's, like, playing the part of her mum. It's really weird feeling to me. Mm. Like, very sexual kind of lyrics going on. And it's just like, okay, I don't know if you should be singing about your mum this way, but that's fine. Maybe your relationship's like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty bizarre. Yeah. Maybe, like, I mean, again, full credit, like, it must have been a marathon task to try to write Mamma Mia and oh, yeah. all these songs. But, like, 
if they'd started maybe if uh flashback and it's like young meryl singing the song yeah that would have like worked. explaining it that way yeah i'd yeah. be on board with that definitely yeah and it would have given us more of what you see later which is these actors in 60s wigs which i'm very into yeah it would be, yeah, it actually would m- work much better if it were a flashback and there's like, we're getting the narration as if it's mm. a, uh, a, from the diary's perspective, like, yeah, that would work really well. Um, but no, we don't get that. Budget's not mm. there for that, unfortunately. Um, yeah, we get a little bit of important information here about um, uh, this Sam Carmichael, um left donna saying that he was engaged so he had to go Mm. get married and then uh from there she went on to have relationships with bill and then harry sequentially um all within like the same month like Mm. and that's why it's they all could be the potential father um there you go bit of a bizarre situation but fair play yeah Um, i mean good on them and like quite sex positive that they oh yeah you know pointed this out like oh the reason it's a bit hard to know is because yeah you know a young colin firth and stolen skarsgård came to your island what are you gonna do what are you gonna do really you know like (laughs) it's greece baby like yeah (laughs) you're living on aphrodite's blessed island of love like (laughs) it's sort of out of your hands (laughs) yeah that's canonical to the film that's in the text not a joke we're not doing our like turning it into arcane fantasy this time no that's all real (laughs) uh anyway yes into meryl streep as as donna the mum, who i think does a pretty good job i think she's well she's the star of the show for sure and Mm. like uh has a pretty good voice as well pretty impressed Mm. by her singing throughout she's got a lot of numbers as well so you'd expect them to cast someone that can sing uh dot 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 yeah (laughs) um yeah, ominous pause. Cra- uh, we get the crash sound and on the run um, as the boys are coming in, uh, trying to catch like a ferry over to Carry 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 Island or whatever it's called. Um, there's a great like the taxis are like perfectly in sync with one another as they're driving up the dock. I thought that the, the, mm. the shot here is very like fast and furious. <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, they, they yeah. My note says England's finest dads get into the crash. Very good, very good. Um, and then yeah, over the pause, um, young Billy Boy is in his boat and offers them a ride um, mm. over to the island because he owns a boat. That's his vibe. He's a like adventure dad. Um, yeah. Have we talked about who's playing these dads? Not yet. Um, let's do it. Um, All right. Yeah. Because. My goodness, Cent- yes. Center stage, we have Pierce Brosnan as um, as Sam Carmichael, uh, tall British Bond dad. Um, yeah, just being Pierce, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't really know anything about the movie when he signed on. He was just wanted to be in a movie with Meryl Streep, so uh, respect. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Like, they, they are, like, they do have good chemistry together. I'll, I'll grant yeah. them that. Um, well, apparently Pierce was in an acting class with Meryl when they were much younger and like kind of implied he had a crush on her then. So he's whoa. just like pulling it all from real life. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. kind of cool. I, yeah. like, I like that background knowledge. It's a good, good, wee, good wee fact. Um, hmm. We got Colin Firth as Harry Hidbanger, um, last <laughs> name that I don't actually know. Um, yeah, uh, who used to be like a rocker guy in his past, but is now a very straight-laced British gentleman 
who mm. lives alone with two dogs. Uh, <laughs> that's his whole vibe. Uh, he's playing Colin Firth in the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's fine. I thought you misspoke, but no, yeah, he's just- No, he's playing it's, himself. It's a Colin Firth role. Yeah. It's just, it's the yeah. same character he is in everything, but you know, that's mm. okay. People like that. Um, yeah. And this is his, like one of his favorite movies he's been in. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it did look like a lot of fun to film. So <laughs> I'll grant him that. Like he probably made a mint off it as well. So yeah. Wild. Um, I don't know if it was seemed that fun being his character. You just kind of are the awkward one. You just Colin Firthin around. Yeah. But you know, he, he's good at that. So hmm. <laughs> I don't know. No one Colin Firth's like Colin Firth. That is true. He's the first one to do it. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Uh, <laughs> that one hurt. Um, and then we have <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård, uh, the Baron yeah, the himself. Baron himself. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Here as playing the adventure dad. Got little mm. tattoos of Egyptian eyes on his knees and, and his ass cheeks, I believe, later <laughs> yeah. on. Which is like, man, that's a lot of eyes, dude. Like, mm. fair play. What do you need to look at? It's got a quality brand, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's your cool adventure dad. Um, an author and world traveler. So, mm. yeah, they've all got stuff going on. He's also Swedish, uh, uh, which is like the ABBA connection, I believe. Um, yeah. Although in the original play, his character was Australian. Interesting. Which, yeah, it's just them missing the chance to have an ABBA connection, really. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, decent casting, I think, all around there. I think all the yeah. dads have a, have a good vibe. Um yeah, all good at acting. All definitely dot, good dot, at dot. acting. Yes. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, they're all coming in and they get on. Um, yeah, they get on their boat. Um, and the ferry, we cut to the ferry that they just missed. And aboard that, uh, Donna's friends and uh, compatriots of the past, um, Tanya and Rosie, um, who are like sort of a mirror of the um, bride-to-be and her friends in a way mm. um and yeah tanya is a like an ab fab rich divorcee type character um and rosie is a lone wolf self-described and uh like writer kind of goofball kind of character mm. and they are played by uh christine baranski and julie walters respectfully respectively and respectfully um yeah, show some respect. Yeah, show the, show some goddamn respect to these actors. <laughs> I think they do a really good job, these two. Both of them yeah. can, like, sing pretty well. And, like, yeah, they just have a lot of fun in this movie. Just, like, they get to do a lot of fun prop work, which I <laughs> always enjoy. Yeah. Know. It felt very stage showy. It, it reminded me, like, basically all the scenes they were in reminded me of, like, Grease quite a lot you know oh yeah yeah um but yeah they're they're yeah. they're cool characters i like that they're um like very different to one another as well they have their own kind mm. of thing going on whereas ellie and lisa have literally nothing <laughs> like yeah. uh but that's fine uh <laughs> uh yeah tanya gets spooked by a like hideous looking monkfish in a uh, oh, basket yeah. here it's very spooky uh, a true jump scare in, in Mamma Mia. When this first showed up, I did nudge friend of the show, Maddie, and go, that's me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and this beautiful musical of beautiful people singing 
you know, some of the most beautiful music ever written. And I was like, that ugly fish, I get what he's up to. <laughs> I'm that little basket fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Could that be part of our friendship, Brian? I'm, I'm that little basket fish. I feel like we could fit that in. Okay. Okay. That's line one. We're going to have the whole rhyme written by the end of the show. Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. And then I'll make um, namemygranny.com redirect to our little rhyme written a, down. A little song. Okay. A little verse. Yeah. Sounds great. Uh, Does it? Yeah. I'm excited for that. I mean, I'm, I can't wait for you to like buy a web URL. I think that'll be really funny. Yeah, it's not it's not cheap. I wish we'd said oh, really? my granny dot live. <laughs> that's cheap. Hey, if they're alive, we can use that one. Um, mm. You know, that's fine. We only rename live grannies. It would be disrespectful to do it to the dead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although, <laughs> <laughs> rename my granny dot dead. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um. Yeah, so the girls, uh, the young girls, are getting changed into their dresses um, when we meet uh, the groom-to-be, Sky, um, who uh, is coming in here. Who is he played by? Dominic Cooper, someone mm. I've never heard of before. Um, he's, I think he plays the young Howard Stark. Oh, really? In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Howard Stark? Yeah. Okay. Well- <laughs> You know, the first line in LCD Sound Systems, All My Friends. All right. <laughs> That's Howard Stark. Okay, man. All right. Um, yeah, I, I did uh, not I've been know sitting that. on that joke in my head for like, since we did Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to say it then. It's been stuck. Deployed here. like Iron Man's little drone bot that he sends out. <laughs> man, great. Um, <sighs> yeah, I hate Sky. Sorry. Um, yeah. He sucks. <laughs> and like- <laughs> his character sucks and also like his vibe sucks <laughs> um yeah i don't like what this guy's all about later on on his wedding day i'm gonna call him out so badly for his outfit because he's like just wearing like a hawaiian shirt under like a white yeah. tuxedo and it looks like awful i don't know yeah. i don't know what this guy's deal is and i don't know what sophie sees in it so yeah <sighs> Anyway, there's a lot. We'll get to his scenes, but he seems to find new ways to be awful. Yeah, quite a lot. No love for the boy. Sorry about yeah. it. Um. Anyway, he doesn't want the he doesn't want this big ceremony or whatever. He like lays that on pretty clear here at the top of the mm-hmm. movie. Um. Wanted to like save money and travel the world, but uh, she's like, but you know, like, but I will do this for you, girl. Like, I know it's what you wanted. Like. Isn't that great? And then, yeah, it's like, oh, gee, okay, weird. Mm. Um, anyway, um, yeah. In his defense, though, it is a very, like, extravagant Greek island wedding. So, you know, <laughs> that can't be cheap. Um, even yeah. though it's like your mum's owns the place and seemingly has endless help. Um, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're already there. Like, yeah. you're not paying for anyone else's True. Um, flights and they all get to just stay at the place for free. Yeah. I don't know. It's just mm. building tension that this like big to do isn't really on his like top priority list about this marriage. Mm. You know, it's not in his best interests. Um, but anyway, he's going to go off to prepare for this upcoming bachelor party that's happening later tonight. And um, yeah, also we let in on the knowledge that Sophie hasn't even told him. The only people mm. uh, about the whole dad thing. Um, uh, she's only told Ellie and Lisa 
who I still, I can't remember. I still, I can't believe I still remember their names actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, um, she's confident that she's going to recognize her dad on site. As soon as he arrives, she'll be like, oh yeah, mm. that's my dad. Um, we have the same nose or whatever, you know, but yeah, mm. we'll see how that goes. Um, we get a brief shot as we go into times solo um, of the dads coming in on the boat and then we they're like a bit behind the ferry because um that has arrived and donna comes down in her like little jeep to collect her friends at the dock and they do a very similar ritual um Mm. except theirs is much more justified because these guys were turns out in an actual band together they were like a singing trio donna and the dynamos and that is part of their like intro thing that they do um so yeah maybe it's just like a holdover from that maybe like the other friend group also was copying donna and the dynamos and their like dance move that they do you yeah know? that's sweet i like that we'll say that's canon uh mm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is a lot more like random screaming. Um, there's so much bloody <laughs> screaming in this movie that I really didn't appreciate. Um, yeah. Not a big fan. And on the Pink Floyd album. Yeah. I get like when people see each other for the first time in a long time that they scream out. But man, if that isn't one of my pet peeves. Whenever I'm hanging out, oh. like waiting for a flight at an airport and people are like, ah! as soon as someone comes off the plane, fucking hate that. <laughs> Sorry, not big on public d- displays of affection. <laughs> uh, I'm imagining in this scenario, you're not even at the airport to take a flight. You just went there to go eat it at the subway. <laughs> you're just furious. Oh man, that sucks so much. I'm so much more of a curmudgeon if I don't even need to fly. <laughs> Jesus, that's so much worse. Oh, I've fully turned into that basket fish after, <laughs> you know, just full grump mode. <laughs> oh god um anyway uh yeah they they catch up and drive up the coastline and uh rosie talks about how she doesn't want a husband because she's a lone wolf etc um and the other one is like a serial uh, marrier she's had three ex-husbands and is looking mm. for number four so pretty cool that they're quite different but still friends um yeah uh and Donna lets on that she is uh, apprehensive about Sophie um, leaving the island and leaving all, all alone when she gets married. Because she's only like mm. 20 years old, which is pretty young to get married. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, like probably not in her generation was that too young. But like nowadays it's younger. I feel like people are getting married later and later as uh, as people get older. I don't know. Seems that way. Yeah. I think there's there's a lot of evidence of that. Yeah. Um, Which I do. When is this film set? (laughs) Oh, my God. I have no idea. It's got to be like. So, if they were like big in the same time as ABBA, if Donna and the Dynamos Mm. were like popular around the same era, it's got to be like late 90s, early 2000s, right? Like. I'm calling like 98-ish, 97, 98. That's where I put this movie. Um, Okay. Because also like a website is a thing that like is not really Mm. known about as well. So, I don't know. Maybe (laughs) that that is playing, factoring into my math here. Um, Yeah. But that's my issue. I mean, it could be that Donna and the Dynamos were big concurrently with ABBA. Yeah. Which I do have a second question about that. 
Yeah. Like, and then there was a bit of time in between when, like, they kind of called off the band and then she got pregnant. Mm. Because uh, on someone on IMD, ID, IMDB, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. the Internet Movie Database, which I know I swore I would never go back to. Oh, no. <laughs> um, calculated that Meryl Streep's character, following Meryl Streep's real age, she would have been 35 when she had the 20-year-old Sophie. Okay. So, like, she could have been a pop star, moved to an island, had a baby. Sure. Where it gets a little iffy is, like, then it shouldn't have been too big a deal that, like, her parents wouldn't have made a big deal about it, which they definitely canonically yeah. did. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I feel like she must have gotten married, got not married, um, uh, knocked up fairly young. And that's why her parents mm. were like, don't come back. Move to the Grecian island of Aphrodite and never come back. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh because that's just what parents do. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just parent stuff. very difficult to place, but maybe it, we're reading too much into the movie Mamma Mia. That could well be true as well. No. Uh, no. I don't know. Which does bring me to my second question. Okay. Does ABBA exist in this universe? Hell no. ABBA is- Right? ABBA is the lifeblood that uh, is woven into the ley lines of the realm, Gareth. Um <laughs> In, in a musical, I feel like the band itself doesn't exist and, like, the way that people talk to each other is, like, the language of that band's music. And that's why everyone bursts into song, you know? Mm. It would be insane to me if, like, a band appeared and performed a song from their repertoire in a musical featuring only their music. That would freak me out beyond belief. Um, yeah, okay. So, yes, I would say that ABBA doesn't exist- but their influence is everywhere. This is the like mm. Abbaverse, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, it's the like it spun off our universe when a time traveler dropped Abba Gold on CD yeah. into the primor- like primordial ooze yes. that all life came from. So plants yeah. are grown from Abba. People just instinctively know Abba. Yeah. Yeah, the Abbaverse. Even that basket fish, he's got a little bit of Abba mm. in him. Little does Aww. he know. Shout out to I'm you. that little basket fish. Little does he to know. Be a- little does he know. Yep, that's the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Switching tense. It's great. <laughs> great. Okay. Let's um, hope we get a, a rhyme on the next line. <laughs> yeah, I know it's easier to rhyme with than fish, probably. Mm. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, yes. So they're going up there. Um, yeah, worried about uh, the marriage, etc. Um, and. Yeah, the dads are getting to know each other on the boat, even though, like, they don't really know who how they're related in any way. They're all just going to the yeah. same place. And um, Harry recognizes that Bill is, like, an adventure writer and likes his books. Um, so, that's cool. Not really mm. that interesting. We also learned that Harry isn't a very spontaneous person. He's sort of a meek, uh, like, Colin Firth type. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Um yeah, we go into um, Great Gig in the Sky and the ladies have climbed all their way up the mountainous uh, path to get to the villa that um, Donna runs, which is just called Donna Villa, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> which is yeah, why not? a pretty funny name for a, for a place. <laughs> you stand at the Donna Villa. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, lots of more hugging and reuniting. I'm desperately avoiding eye contact with everyone at the airport. Um <laughs> Sky uh, is designing a website for Donna. I mentioned that earlier. 
um, she's like logging up to the worldwide world, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I just she's slowly typing in HTTP. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it just calls into question. Like, she runs this villa as like a business, right? It's mm. a tourist attraction, this island, but no one fucking knows about it. No one knows a that the island exists and b that there's a hotel on it that you can stay. Um, mm. So I don't know how she's making any money ever. Is it just like people of the like surrounding islands that are coming to stay there? Like I don't know. It seems like a really bad business model, but sure, yeah. it's the mum of the universe. How much is she charging per room? Maybe it's like a million dollars. To stay in the goat house, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, we also- This is also where we get our Aphrodite fountain lore, which I was thrilled mm. about. Just the, like, <laughs> great- uh, Yes, there's a legend that Aphrodite's waters are within the mountain, and they will <laughs> spring forth and everyone will fall in love. Um, you know, just classic- weird lore in the middle of your oh, musical yeah. <laughs> i want i want to know i want the deep grecian uh background i hope mamma mia 2 is just set in ancient greece please <laughs> that's good that's right? better than what they did do <laughs> mamma mia here we go again right that's the sequel yeah apparently it's way better than this movie which is like hard to believe that a sequel to a musical could be better but fair enough especially because this one obviously burned all the hits and um here we go again has to use like songs like one of us and other deep cut abba songs mm. i think it tries it manages to get fernando in there <laughs> okay that's not bad yeah i think don't quote me on that that is missing yeah, I've heard it's noticeably as well. noticeably absent in this track listing i will say is fernando yeah yeah, well, they just couldn't figure out how to make a song about war fit in. Fair. Which is interesting. You know. Yeah, considering they fit everything else. <laughs> Whereas Mamma Mia 2 is just all about war. <laughs> yeah, the war of the gods. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Sounds great. Um, I will say, so Mamma Mia is a film that, you know, huge parts of it take place on the day of the lead character's wedding. Yes. Uh, daughter's wedding. Yeah, well, we're day before so big, right now, but yeah. Yeah, sorry. But, like, you know, a big part of it, a big plot point is the day of my daughter's wedding. Yeah. And then the sequel is a half prequel about the, you know, the main character and then how their child's going in the future. And I got to say, you know, name me any other film franchise that dared to do that. Mm. You, you, you can't. You no, can't. it's impossible. I can't think of any. No. Yeah. Especially one with a paternal name in its t like paternal word in its title. No way. Yeah, it's just impossible. Yeah. Uh, I can't. Yeah. You've made that offer and I can't refuse it, but I can't think of a good answer, Gareth, basically. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's an anyway, so Sophie finds a horse in her, he in her bed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then she's going to take revenge. No, um, there's an ex instead we have an extended conversation about using a toilet here on a Grecian island, which is completely yeah. unnecessary. Don't really, it's like just played for laughs. I don't get it. Um, anyway, uh, but then we launch into money, money, money because Don is talking about how the uh, the hotel itself or the the uh, Donna Villa is falling apart, and it does put into pretty sharp perspective the relationship that the main characters have with 
the rest of the background singers here who are just mm. random people also living on the island who have all been like conscripted into helping out at this wedding everyone else in the background of this movie is doing so much fucking work and no yeah. one else does anything and it drives me insane <laughs> they should all be working on stuff and they aren't it really annoys me. Everyone's instead doing these bloody dance numbers, Gareth. They all should be working hard. The, the wedding's tomorrow. No one's prepared. Oh, my God. It's getting yeah. in, I was getting oh. anxious. You're at the Donna Villa subway just screaming at them. Yeah. You got a wedding to go to. Stop screaming. <laughs> but it's actually a police oh. officer screaming at me to stop screaming. It's the real truth. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> These background characters are my favorite part of the film because they're clearly like it's got to be intentional that they're like the Greek gods mm-hmm. messing with these characters. Yeah, right? yeah. That's like made explicit in the credits that they're all mm. like they're like omnipotent and watching on and also like guiding the hands of the people in the in the movie, right? Um Yeah. Yeah, often like pushing characters where they need to go and things like that. Sometimes literally. Um, mm. But yeah, that, I think I think that's a pretty great read, honestly. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's my favorite part of it. Like even to the point where like Meryl says the fates and then turns and looks at them all and they will kind of like look away. Like, yeah, so us? I was so confused by that, but that really <laughs> explains that joke because um, that is such a non sequitur joke. What yeah. the hell is going on there? If you don't, if you didn't like, if you haven't seen the whole film, that movie makes that movie, that joke makes zero sense. Mm. Like that's for people who have stuck to the end credits and then immediately put on Mamma Mia again. So me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. No one mm. else got that joke at all. It's so wild. Anyway. Uh, love it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, money, money, money. Another ever hit. Um, yeah. Again, sorry. Like, why is this the second song? Right? The second musical number? Which is historically meant to be... Like, I'm not a musical expert, but as far as I know, it's... First song, introduce the world. Second song is the character's I want song. Yeah. It's their great desire. It's why they want to break out of the world we've just established. Money. You know, just set them off on their... Yeah, their hero's journey. And hers is just immediately set as money. Yeah. That's her driving yeah. force, apparently. Yeah, it's not good movie writing for sure, but uh, mm. that's fine. Uh, or musical writing. Uh, mm. But yeah, she's like, I don't know. It's the the song transitions also into her uh, um, like wishing to get all this money and also like marry a rich person, go on their boat, and have like a whole time. Live a life mm. of luxury with a flowy dress and everything, which is also counter to what her actual character motivations are. Like later yeah. on, uh, like immediately after this song, she gets offered a loan by her friend and refuses. So, whereas like if you are paying attention to the lyrics of the song, it's like the only thing that matters. So surely she would snap that up, but whatever. Um, and yeah. then two- like she doesn't like or she actively doesn't want to get married and like so maybe she's just saying like i don't want to get married unless the guy's mega rich like is that mm. what you're trying to say it's not a good thing to try and say i don't know yeah it's it's yeah it doesn't work it doesn't work as a as a second song and it also doesn't work for the character but that's fine mm. you, got- you know what it most offensively doesn't work for is pink floyd have a song called money yeah 
ABBA have a song called Money, Money, Money. They do. One thing that would have pushed them straight into the upper, the upper seven to ten region. Oh, yeah. Would have been if these two songs played at the same time when you sync the album. Mm-hmm. It does not. It's Great Gig in the Sky, and then we get a minute. Yeah. No, nay, 35 seconds of money. A glorious 35 Floyd. seconds it is mm. uh, when those cross over. But we are in the tail end of money, 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 which is them just saying money, money, money. It's a rich man's world over and over yeah. again. Um, and yeah, it's like we already got it by then. You missed the boat. Mm. You know, it's two, yeah. it's two ships passing in the night. Um, so, so close, but it's just like way off you know Ugh, mm. so frustrating even if it had been like one money stops and the other money starts that would have been amazing right oh in its own way but no, but no it's just yeah they do cross over briefly and that's almost worse so there you mm. go mm. yeah uh at the end of the song the there's a mosaic in the courtyard of a little dolphin uh which cracks ominously mm. um at the end of the song through earthquake or divine intervention we don't know but um does so keep a watch on that dolphin and its secret um (laughs) yes uh the lads arrive the the dads the lads they come on in and um they uh sophie spots them and ushers them into the goat house for their them to stay in which is like a ramshackle like hut kind of two-story like barn situation um yeah looks kind of okay it's full of like trinkets and random crap but like you know uh got some air beds in them in there for them to stay in <laughs> um Unfortunately, Sophie doesn't immediately recognize her dad like she thought she would um, and sort of Mm. panics in that moment and then hides them. And uh, she also reveals that to the guys that uh, Donna doesn't know that they're here and that she sent the letters to invite them. And they're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Like, (laughs) especially Sam, who was told never to come back ever again, basically. (laughs) yeah uh, so he's not thrilled he got a letter out of the blue and being it was like oh okay i'll take take a chance take a chance um but he didn't uh he uh he's now uh living a bad time um up here in the goat house uh and yeah uh so she convinces them to stay put and uh hide until the wedding tomorrow but as she leaves uh donna comes in and like spots them like comes in and sees them through like peeks through the little um uh what is it little trap door yeah and spots them all and i do like that they all transform into their like younger selves it's quite funny seeing like rock rock uh uh Colin Firth and mm. uh, hippie Stellan Skarsgård and like even more hippie <laughs> um, Piers Brosnan, who's never yeah. like dressed like he looks like a dad in costume. Like he looks yeah. so oh. unrealistic as a hippie. It's <laughs> untrue. Yeah, long hair, headband, big mustache. Like yeah, like yeah, like, he's been to the cheapest costume shop. Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård, I buy, but the other two, I'm like, nope. <laughs> You never yeah. look like that. Not a chance. Um, mm. But that's fine. Um, and yes, we go from here. We're at like at the tail end of money and then going into um, us and them uh, for Mamma Mia, the title track. Because um, boy, howdy, seen those boys. That's a Mamma Mia, Gareth. Um, 
Uh, yeah, basically a song about her emotional t- turmoil at seeing these like lost loves appearing in her life all at the same time. Mm. Uh, pretty big deal. Uh, and she does like a, a panicked roof dance. <laughs> um, pretty <laughs> yeah, good performance and it. like a pretty active performance from Meryl Streep, actually, this whole thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, we get to like the bridge part of us and them with the, all the R's when she falls through like a trap door on the roof and gets pushed in by the, the backup singers, the Grecian gods. You yeah. Know? Um, and yeah. So she like literally drops in on these guys. Um, and yeah, we get. Uh, oh, by the way, in this song, I have posted a fantastic photo to you of Meryl Streep, like peeking through the window, looking at these yes. guys upside down. She looks so bizarre. Never before have I seen someone who looks so different while hanging upside down. Like <laughs> she looks like a different person. Uh <laughs> don't know what's going on with this yeah it was like when it happened when i watched it i like genuinely something shifted in my insides i was just like whoa you pay more attention you're like why is meryl streep upside down right she was she's never been upside down before she's never been designed for that you know no she's been put into a position that makes her into a completely different person <laughs> yeah you can't see her the same after seeing upside down meryl <laughs> streep that's for damn sure yeah. Um, incredible stuff. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I've just Googled it because I wanted to get a high res picture. Upside down Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep goes upside down in Mary Poppins Returns as well. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe it's just a thing that she can do and we were wrong. Yeah. Maybe you're supposed to see Meryl Streep upside down. Maybe. Maybe we've been looking at her at the wrong angle all along. <laughs> yeah. Should that be our next podcast as we watch Meryl Streep movies but we flip we watch the file. them upside down. Yeah. Either we're upside down or we have our TVs upside down. Oh, God. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. Like even yeah. even more work than this show is. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Amazing. I, I guess right, there's the like a- line in our song is, I'm that little basket fish. Little does he know. Meryl Streep is upside down. And then we'll get the rhyme. We'll get the rhyme then. Okay. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Uh, oh, let's call Abba when the song's done. Yeah, we've <laughs> we got a new head we'll for them. Up. Um, we've got a song called Basket Fish for you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she can't believe that um, all those boys are here and sort of like has a panicked moment. Um, she's happy to see them all, but is, all, is like terrified that they're here and doesn't know how to react. Is really shocked. And yeah, she's basically worried that um, the the secret of- that she doesn't know who her real father is is going to real is going to ruin Sophie's wedding because of course she doesn't mm. know that Sophie invited them at this stage. She's like, oh shit! All these three guys are here. How did they hear about the wedding? A and B. Like Sophie's going to freak <laughs> if she finds mm. out like who these people are, um, which is pretty fair as a reaction. But uh, yeah, anyway. Um, she like escapes tells them all to like fuck off <laughs> go home on the <laughs> boat and they're like oh okay it's good to see you but whatever <laughs> um <laughs> and we co- go from there uh she like heads off and runs back to the villa uh where an overly flirtatious bartender is serving drinks to uh donna's pals 
mm. at here. This guy, um, I believe his character name is Pepper. Um, yeah. Man, whoo, this guy's got a really, <laughs> like, weird vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is, like, fully in love with Tanya, <laughs> uh, which, like, fair play, good on you. But, like, man, he's just, he's just going for it. It's just so out there. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. It's- There's a strange angle, which we're going to have to discuss in a couple songs time mm-hmm. with like everyone on this island is very willing to fall in love with the first person they meet. Who's not from this island. Yes. That's that yeah. Aphrodite magic, man. Yeah. yeah. That's gotta be it. As right? soon as someone lands on this island, someone on the island will fall in love with them. Um, uh, I guess yeah. it's some kind of, it's fated to be because they go into Chiquita here um, trying yeah. to figure out like what's wrong with Donna. Um, a- another song I'd never heard from ever. No, but- never. I, cause they start this acapella. So I was just like, oh, is this just a little song or is this ever? And then obviously it turns into a full ever number. I'm like, yeah, ah, this is ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like a montage of her, of her being like cleaned up by her friends and like mm. making her look nice r- after and uh, recover from crying. Um, she's yeah sort of having a breakdown about these guys um and yeah even she doesn't know who the real father is again because of the like it is a a true mystery even to her Mm. um so that's interesting um and yeah we go into any color you like at this stage as well we're out of uh, us and them at this point um yeah yeah i don't know who the us and them in that playthrough was by the way it doesn't really make any sense us no. the dads and them the rest i don't know <laughs> uh, but us the mortals in the hands of the gods oh i like that read um yeah. <laughs> but yeah so they run off to look for the lads but they've already left um they've let, run out of the goat house and gone back to the boat bill's boat which they mm. were told to leave so you know so it goes yeah uh, they're good lads yeah uh and then, yeah, this is where we get that joke, the, like, hilarious trick of fate and all the extras in the background laugh. And I am, like, massively confused on my first watch, <laughs> yeah. slightly less confused on my second watch. And finally, I understand what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's such it's such a non-sequitur joke. Even the characters in the movie are like, what, are, what is happening? Like, yeah, it just doesn't land <laughs> at all. <laughs> Like, no one has said that those background characters are the fates, right? Mm. Oh, wild. Yeah. Look, okay. It was the 2000s, right? The 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 noughties, the zeros. The zeros. Decade. Yeah. It was, you know, the w- internet was rising. Wikipedia <laughs> would have full descriptions of every episode of something and explain wow. what, a, what was a joke and what was a reference. Whoa. It was like, you know- very big, big time for that kind of comedy. Man, that's like Wikipedia is like us. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it was just one of those kind of jokes that was supposed to, you didn't get it, but then someone would explain it on Wikipedia. Okay. And the next time you watched it with your friends, you'd be like, do you know why that's happening? It's oh, actually a bit of a funny joke. God. Those are the worst yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got like I think I've talked about it on this show before. My theory is like reference humor and those kind of like overly obtuse jokes that needed the internet to explain them mm. were kind of like a kind of revolt against the Bush era, like wow. the idea that you know 
there's a divide of the people who still think George Bush should be president and who shouldn't be, who think he shouldn't be. And we're going to pull that divide based on who's going to get these jokes. Yeah, who's, who's in the know references. and who's yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Um, yeah, it's definitely heavily associated with that, like, time and media. So, mm. yeah, I, I reckon that's a great call. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, it just doesn't play well now when we're like- Yeah, no. You know, comedy's meta now. <laughs> yeah, I that's guess so. That's how we do it. We laugh at the mm. idea of a joke. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, this movie's like 2008, so we're not that far gone. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, like it, it's kind of fine. It's the, the mum's catching up with this kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, it's fine. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yes. Uh. So she, she basically, tail end of this song summary is that she just doesn't want Sophie to find out about the the whole situation, and um, yeah, is feeling a great deal of guilt about the whole thing. Hmm. And um, her friends tell her that she just needs to like loosen up and go back to her old self when she was an old performer in Donna and the Dynamos, like get that confidence back. And they launch into Dancing Queen, a oh, yes. true ABBA banger, um, always goes off at a party. Fucking hell. Um, I've definitely danced at a wedding uh, to this song. 100%. Oh, of course. The wedding's not legally binding until you- Until ever. you dance to Dancing Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh but yeah, it it's like sort of this is a strange sequence as well because it starts off as <laughs> in this bedroom with like just friends like building confidence in Donna who eventually comes around and starts like jumping on her bed. But then mm. the power of this like empowering the girls kind of um mentality extends out into the into the rest of the island because they start they start running down the streets and collecting other ladies who join join in the song, sort of like Pied Piper of Hamlin style. Yeah. Um, and they're all running together and all singing the song and end up down at the docks, like doing one big musical number together, which is like, you know, classic musical shit, but also like vaguely terrifying because they're like- <laughs> yeah. There's like random guys in the background, like playing some chess or something. And they're like, whoa, look at that. It's the dancing queen. <laughs> like they are completely unaffected by this dance number. Whereas every other like female person <laughs> on the island has been drawn mm. in by the siren's call. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Wild. There's definitely, it might be the Pink Floyd playing, but this movie has a lot of scary, sinister overtones. Yeah. Like, yeah, watch us all get possessed and go dance by the waters and then some of us will dive in. Yeah, right? It feels very culty. It felt wrong seeing yeah. it. When the, when they, like, this, I thought about, like, yeah, this song started with, like, the other friends just putting on funny costumes to cheer up their friend. But now, mm. look, at there's, like, a hundred people on the docks. I don't know how we got here. Like, yeah. like <laughs> insane imagine you and i accidentally start that by just singing each other a little song and we're like, oh no shit this has gone out of hand is that how These our people rhyme are now ends? in the palms of our hands oh god our rhyme ends with just like <laughs> everyone joining our cult yeah. god damn uh, right. how do you make that rhyme with no we've almost got it uh then we're free oh no uh Join our cult if you're in the know. I don't know. Uh, 
That's good. That rhymes with no twice, but- It does rhyme no twice, which is a cardinal sin. Um, Hmm. I don't know. I hope you're writing this down. I'm not writing this down. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm that little basket fish. Little does he know. (laughs) Meryl Streep is upside down. Uh, Oh, man. We've left ourselves very little. um, Maybe this isn't it. Maybe we need to keep going because I can't think of anything that rhymes there yet. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. I hope- we'll come back to that line, but we know it's going to have a sinister overtone. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. So, this insane sequence happens and then, yeah, they get- um, Rosie and uh, Tanya get pushed into the water. And Meryl Streep does a fucking sick bomb into the yeah. water. <laughs> Which is something that happens in this film that I'm thrilled to say. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, there's also in this song- there's a random guy playing an upright piano in the back of a boat. <laughs> like yes. A, like a dinghy. Who's this guy? <laughs> Do you know who he is? No. He's Beyond from ABBA. No. No, he's not. Yeah. Oh, God. That's ruined my ABBAverse theory, though. <gasps> oh, God. Unless he's come to visit. He's like- got to be. He's got to be like one of the gods. I feel like he's in charge. Mm. Of, that's why this like thrall has happened to draw them down to the docks because a member of like the one of the four most important people in this universe has appeared and <laughs> has drawn the like the people of the realm <laughs> that's what yeah. through song that's exactly what's going on here that's sad <laughs> oh no oh uh, god what if like abba in one universe like you know disco didn't have a um People didn't go against disco in the 80s, mm. thus kind of pulling Abba's tiny, like, inch of their power away that they've lost in our universe. They continue to grow and grow. They, you know, overwhelmed the universe, so, like, some sort of higher power sent Abba to the small island that exists outside of time. Right. And then they've just continued to grow more and more powerful, and now they've, yeah, created the Abbaverse on this island. Wow. Yeah. And occasionally people just get driven to madness by the pure ABBA of it all. Yep. And have to leap into the ocean. There's a movie in that. That's Mamma Mia 3, I think. Yeah. ABBA Island. <laughs> <laughs> Where, yeah, oh, it's it's actually not Aphrodite, but abba <laughs> Oh, no. Um, anyway, I'm so thrilled that there's a reason for that upright piano, man. That's fantastic yeah. news. Oh. I'm, I'm elated. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I had so many questions and now they are all answered. Um, that might be a podcast first. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, Not just for our one, for any podcast yeah. answering a question. Pink Floyd agree because they sing Can't Think of Anything to Say as we are going mm. into Eclipse for the um, final part of this album playthrough. Um uh, Sophie is chasing after the dads who are sailing away on the boat. And so she like dives into the water to join them on there. And they're like, oh, actually, we're just like going to go around the island and get out of Donna's hair for a little bit. Basically, mm. we still intend on attending the wedding because we have flown from like London. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, we're here. We're still we're going to go. But like, you know, we're going to uh, not freak her out too much. Um, fair enough. Uh, hmm. And yeah, they have some like quality time out here on the ocean, uh, this like dad collective and Sophie um, doing a bit of getting to know each other. 
as uh, the lads sing a wee song, Colin Firth on the guitar, um, who can actually play guitar, by the way. Pretty cool. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At least this song. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, they sing Our Last Summer, which is like a very droning, boring song, in my opinion, but that's fine. Um, and, yeah, the, we get to evaluate their singing capabilities, Gareth. <laughs> Yeah, this is our first time. Yeah, this is the dad dad song because they all get a little yeah. bit. Um, I feel like Colin Firth's okay middling. Mm. He's not got great tone, um, but yeah. he, again, he used to be in a band in real life. Yeah, and play the guitar. Yeah, but so, like yeah. obviously his something. his voice has changed since then. But I would say among yeah. the three, he's the best singer. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Stalin Skarsgård has sort of like a deeper, like baritone kind of vibe going on, but he's like, I don't know. I feel like he can sing kind of as well. Like at least he's got tune. Pierce Brosnan, Gareth. <laughs> Pierce, uh, he cannot sing. He cannot hold a tune. It is fascinating. Wild to me that he was mm. cast as like, not only the dad who has to sing the most. <laughs> in the movie gets the most numbers but like the main dude like yeah i feel like pierce i think it's just because he's like the biggest name actor right among the three um but i feel like colin firth and and him could have swapped roles and it would have been fine (laughs) yeah absolutely that's what i thought going in i thought like everyone because you and i have a circle of friends who love pierce (laughs) yeah so we all knew he was in mamma mia and you'd always ask, like, if you hadn't seen it, you'd be like, does Pierce sing? Yeah. Well, like, he sings. I always thought he, like, might join in on one song. He'd be like- Yeah, right. That's bit. what I thought, too. Mm. I did not realize it was like, hey, Pierce, much like the Greek god Atlas, you're carrying the heavens of Abba yeah, on your shoulders. Right? <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Catch, sport. Mm. Oh, you don't know what this movie is? Too bad. Too Sing bad. For us, Learn Pierce. five songs, dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, unreal. I will say about, yeah. the, about the trio, they're all giving it a damn good go. And i got to respect yes. that. You know, like they're all fully committing to how like silly this movie is. And all of these mm-hmm. musical numbers, they're at least like fucking trying. <laughs> um, so I have to yeah. respect that. It's just that boy can Pierce not sing. Um, Yeah. Man. It's like, if you miss it, like, I don't want to shame him too badly, but it is like kind of a a bleat Christopher mumble. Yeah. It's probably, yeah. It's, yeah. You you can see where it's coming from. His voice is very similar, but it's like, Mm. yeah, he's just, he's just never sang before. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, he would have, the oh. thing is like, he would have had training, right? If he w- if he knew he couldn't sing, he would have like definitely had training from like vocal coaches and things like that. And this was the result. Surely, right? Like, man, yeah. it's tough. It's tough, man. Yeah. Especially like this is the height of music industry technology, 2008, like auto-tune. Yeah, it's right. It's huge. Right? T-Pain, Kanye West, like- Oh my God. Doing amazing things of auto-tune. Just chuck Pierce- it would have, a little bit. God, it would have been so good if if it was like <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry and Bill are both singing with their regular voices and fucking Pierce Brosnan in his 808s era, just like <laughs> <laughs> belting out an auto tune ballad. That would have been Ooh. amazing. Yeah, over like an acoustic guitar. Fuck, I love it. <laughs> 
He goes like full Kanye West, like into Runaway, like yeah. a full auto tune solo. The lights all change on him on this little boat. <laughs> I would love yes. that. Yes. Oh. It would have been truly terrible, but like it already was. So, mm. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, uh. fantastic. Um, yeah. So they they have this wee song and get to know each other, etc. Also appreciate mm. that um, every time Stellan Skarsgård slash Bill uh, is on his boat, he is shirtless, and that is all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's he, that he, is a hundred percent guy in his forties who owns a boat. Energy, yeah, like, no, no doubt. shirt. Sometimes yeah. no pants. <laughs> yeah, like but plenty of service. Oh yeah. <laughs> Full service. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, even after all this time hanging out um, through this song and montage, uh, Sophie has no is no closer to figuring out who her father is. In fact, she's bonding with all three of them. And mm. it's getting harder and harder for her. Um, basically, uh, we go into Breathe, the second play of Breathe here. And, um, yeah, she's starting to basically get very worried. Um <laughs> and yeah, the dads promise they'll be in attendance at the wedding tomorrow, but they're just going to like hang out on Bill's boat for the evening. Sweet. Yeah. Um, she swims back to shore and um, Sky appears on the beach who has been worried about her. Um, she kind of fair enough. It's the day before her wedding and she's unaccounted for. Um, so he's a bit, wor- a bit worried um, and he's been preparing for his stag do. Um Apparently, um, she plans to tell Sky about the whole scheme here, but like he interrupts her with like plans about his stag do um, mm. and how much they love each other. And then they go into uh, lay all your love on me, which is not this is an actual ABBA banger. I like that. This yeah, is like the song rules. It's like a minor key uh, disco bop. I fucking love mm. this song. It's like fucking Dracula could get down to this ever hit. It's so good. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Yes, 100%. I didn't until you said it, but yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, but it's yeah. weirdly performed by these two, uh, like very like hypersexual and <laughs> that mm. they're like all over each other as they're singing it. But um they like start like laying over top of each other on the beach and then <laughs> who should appear but the the scuba ninjas gareth the members yeah. of um the bachelor party who are come to abduct um sky and take him off for some fun um involving a jet ski <laughs> <laughs> and yeah they do like a funny little like duck walk sort of scuba dance along the um along the boardwalk here and do oh a, my gosh. Do a bunch this of flexing. Walk. It's a pretty crazy yeah. walk. Oh, these men high kicking in their flippers. Yeah. Duck walking. Big strides. No shirts. Never seen them before. No. It's honestly, to the sweet sounds of On the Run by Pink Floyd, absolutely fucking terrifying. 100% yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you've never seen like 15 flexing muscle bound dudes with uh, Pink Floyd's On the Run playing in the background, that's a nightmare experience. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn. Uh, uh, this, this is the point where it turns for me, by the way, listeners. This is when this movie becomes a cult horror. Yeah. Like this Dark Side of the Moon turns Mamma Mia into Midsommar <laughs> right here 
And I don't know if it can turn itself back. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is on the money. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. That's money, 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 Gareth. That's really good. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that. Uh, These guys swam here to, like, do, do, like, intense cult things. Mm -hmm. Unaccounted for. Unnamed characters. Oh, my God. We'll see them again. Are they even at the wedding? Who's to say? Unknown. Did they exist prior to the stag do? No. They've crawled from Davy Jones' locker to Mm -hmm. celebrate (laughs) the last day of of Sky being unmarried. Um, Yeah. These are the men who died in ships that crashed against the rocks to the sounds of the sirens. Yeah. Of Abba Island. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. So good. Um, Yes. So, he's having a whale of a time on a jet ski and we cut from here Mm -hmm. at the end of this song to the bachelorette party, which is happening at the same time. Is it a bachelorette party? Hens do. It's what we typically say in New Zealand. Yeah. That, we'll go to the New Zealand one because bachelorette party it doesn't feel as fun as a hens do. No, it doesn't. Um, anyway. It's the word do that really does yeah, it Yeah, hens us. do, stag do is the Kiwi way of saying it. Mm. Uh, but anyway, the hens do is taking place as well. Um, Donna fucking tosses a bottle of wine over her shoulder into the like frame right. And I, I don't know what happened to that, but bloody dangerous. <laughs> not, not here for that. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> I'm like a dad attending a hens do there, me saying that. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, but there's going to be a special performance, a reforming of the Donna and the Dynamos group. Um, They come out in full ABBA gear, like full disco Mm -hmm. tech outfits from the 70s and perform Super Trooper, uh, another ABBA track, obviously. And um, yeah, they're like dressed in full costume and have a disco light floor set up. Uh, Yeah, very fancy. Um, Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. So, like, got all the disco moves. Yeah. It's good stuff. Hmm. Um, yeah. Again, all this stuff has been, like, set up by the Grecian gods. Like, they put a lot of fucking work into this expensive mm. wedding. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching the budget for this wedding, man. I'm Sky. <laughs> me and Sky have been crunching the numbers and we're trying to save yeah. for our trip out of this goddamn cursed island. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not looking good. Um, anyway. The dads fucking rock up, called by the siren song, presumably, mm-hmm. um, from their boat. They crashed against the rocks um, and have come on in and appear in the background. And when Donna notices them, uh, we get the crash sound and on the run on this playthrough. So, yeah. like, it's a crash sound in her heart, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, weirdly, through this performance, Sophie looks like she's about to burst into tears until right at the end when she just, like, screeches like a banshee in joy. Mm. Um, so, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. it, it's very strange seeing, like, watching your mum sing and being very quiet. And she just looks like she's obviously moved, but she just looks kind of sad. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm misreading it, but. It's it's very strange. Yeah. I feel like she's just acting, like, doing a little too much good acting for the situation. Maybe, yeah. Like, the musical kind of just required her to be, like, happy. Mm. It's, yeah, she's overcomplicated. Yeah. It. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so we get the clocks going off as the performance ends and Donna makes a hasty exit. Um, again, still really worried about those dads ruining this goddamn wedding. Mm. um and so she's running off dealing with that we go into uh in the movie gimme 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 a man after midnight and 
suddenly the bachelorette party takes a turn uh, <laughs> into some kind of like sex fever dream where these dads mm-hmm. are tied against stakes and they're like being devoured <laughs> like zombies. Uh, yeah, it's, this is a hundred percent midsummer. Oh it's yeah, like, yeah. It's super uncomfortable. It's really weird, just like for age disparity reasons alone, really. But it's mm. like it's like they're like a uh, <laughs> like a tribe of Amazonian women like crawling over the first man that they've ever seen in their lives. Like that's the feeling yeah. here. It's very weird. Um, Trained only by the praying mantis to love and then murder. Yeah, right. That's the feeling. Uh, mm. Stellan Skarsgård's fucking loving it, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, Bill, sorry, and um, Harry's like dealing with it, <laughs> but not really <laughs> enjoying it, as far as I can tell. Um, but yeah, it's it's very it's a very strange sequence for Gimme Gimme Gimme. Um, again, I get just feels shoehorned in. I don't know what it's like trying to say, what this song means in the context of the movie, just like. Man, give me a man after midnight, I guess. Uh, I think it's, again, like, the curse of Aphrodite is they have to fall in love with uh, anyone who enters the island. And now that three men have shown up at the same time, it's just too powerful. It's a feeding frenzy. Uh, (laughs) Mm. um, Yes. uh, This, yeah, because the song doesn't relate to anything that's happening in the scene at all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sam talks to Sophie about wanting to um, confront Donna basically with his feelings about their relationship. Um, But Sophie's like, no, don't do that. She's like barely keeping it together as it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And he also weirdly like is like this sketch you did of me on the boat. Boy, that's a great sketch. You should consider being an artist. Like he's like desperately trying to find like a dad connection with her. Mm. It's like, man, this one thing that you did in the hour that I've known you, man, that really impressed me. (laughs) You know? Yeah. You should abandon the island you've lived on. Yeah. That's his take. It sucks. (laughs) I don't, Mm. I don't understand, but fair enough. Um, Yeah. Uh, so that's just like that he like steadfastly stands by that stance as well it's just like that's his move for the rest this sketch was incredibly convincing to him (laughs) yeah um but yeah uh i actually so from here we get each of the dads realizing that they could potentially be her dad or they they all think Mm. that they are her dad and the first one that we get is bill realizing and i feel like his is the most a realistic and b heartfelt um i really liked this scene because he like sort yeah. of panics and runs away and apologizes and like just like shouts an apology at sophie <laughs> and um after escaping the like horde of frenzied ladies and um <laughs> yeah and yeah like runs off to the beach and then they like have like a genuine moment together where he's like very terrified of this like chain mm. like dynamic shift in his life but like accepts it and then like um she asks if he'll uh give her away at the wedding and he's like yeah and like laughs and then they hug it's really lovely <laughs> mm. i thought it's like the most genuine and then the other two were just like shoehorned in it felt like yeah the issue is that they follow this and they're they're like supposed to be compounding the tension put on sophie right they're more like pressure mechanisms rather than heartfelt moments 
um, mm. is the issue that I have with them. Um, it's at this stage as well. Yeah, they have to serve two purposes as opposed to just be nice. Yeah. So that, that kind of brings them down for me. Um, mm. It's at this point that the bachelor party invades the, oh God, the stag do invades the hen do. Um, yeah. Stags and hens mingling together. It's mass hysteria. Um, as they swing down on ropes and mm-hmm. wearing masks for more tribal <laughs> rituals to commence. Uh, so scary, especially to Great Gig in the Sky by rock band Pink Floyd. Who the hell set up these ropes is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would have been these poor island um, right? citizens. You know, yeah. it's the classic wedding sailor ropes that yeah. that hang down from the, the rafters. <laughs> You know, like villas have. Mm. Oh, ridiculous. Um, anyway, yeah, th- they've like descended upon the crowd and are like picking up ladies and running off with them. And, you know, crazy shit's happening out here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> during- it's terrifying. Yeah, during this frenzied uh, sequence, yeah, the other dads come in and suddenly realize that they are the dad and they're like, oh, yes, I'll give you away at the wedding. And they like. Yeah, they just sort of sh- shouted at her rather mm. than, like, actually have a moment with Sophie, which doesn't land. <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. kind of sucks, especially Harry's one. He just, like, sort of screams at her from across the dance floor, being like, I won't let you down. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, what? Um, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, yeah. Effectively, this, like, lie has been compounding on Sophie and she just sort of has a panic attack and faints in the middle Mm. of a swirling dance floor. Um, They all like spin around her in a circle uh, in concentric circles, right? Concentric circles, is that the right word? They're going in opposite directions or is concentric circles like a Venn diagram? I don't actually know. Mm. We'll find out later. I know scary dancing and that's what this is. Yeah, scary dance circles. um, And yeah, she faints in the middle on top of the cracked dolphin mosaic. And yeah, we fade to black and then it's the following day. Uh, the spinning people is a very good vibe for On The Run, I will admit. Are we in On yeah. The Run? I hope we are. No, um, we're in Great Gig in the Sky, but it's it's good for them too. Good for them too. I don't know why I wrote On The Run. That doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. Uh, we're losing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are. Uh, so yeah, Great Gig in the Sky. That does make more sense. Yeah. Just like a sad moment of panic, I guess. Yeah. Um, Yes. So we get the following morning. There's a mirror shot um, between with um, Donna and her friends waking up, and Sophie and her friends waking up in the exact same position and framing, etc. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. And yeah, they're both scared about the day's events ahead and what could happen with the dads. Uh, they're both worried about the other one finding out and uh having a panic attack (laughs) and (laughs) so the friends vow to distract the the dads and keep them away until the wedding ceremony so that they can't cause any more trouble um Mm. yeah pretty funny uh rosie immediately goes to the boat and tries to distract bill who apparently like has fallen for her in a little bit like has a crush on her um which is something that harry says um yeah yeah, a little convo out here, which is pretty cute. And um, yeah, she's like come out here to distract him and send Harry off to be distracted by Tanya. 
Um, so I don't know what the other girls are doing. Uh, not really anything existing on the beach. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the best. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, did they also, Harry and um, Bill are having a conversation with sort of, uh, neither of them realize that the other is talking about themselves when they're talking about finding out that um, they're Sophie's dad. They both think they're talking about each other. <laughs> um, you're like, oh, mm. man, I can't but what a revelation. And they're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, all will be revealed at the wedding. <laughs> they're all like talking in circles without ever saying what's actually going on, which is yeah, pretty it's funny. very like carefully written and like classy yeah. kind of joke. Always good as well. Difficult yeah. to do. Um, oh, yeah. So I appreciated it. Um, yeah. We go into money now after classically following Craig Gig in the sky and not on, on the run. <laughs> uh, Donna and Sophie have like a disagreement where uh, Donna thinks that um, Sophie is coming to her and confiding in her because she wants to cancel the wedding. Um, mm. And Sophie's like, whoa, no, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, oh, I thought you, like, were not wanting to go away and live on the island here with me. And she's like, no, no, no. I don't want to make any of the same mistakes that you made. <laughs> I want to get out of here. And so, yeah, pretty brutal. Pretty harsh yeah. way of putting it, um, honestly. And, yeah, they run off both hurt um, because they're keeping secrets from each other as well. We go into the money solo as bloody Sam comes up at the worst opportunity. He picks really bad moments and, um, mm -hmm. yeah, confronts Donna about, uh, A, controlling Sophie's life first. He's like, oh, you should let her go and do her thing. Surely she doesn't want to live with you. It's like, dude, she, like, just ran off upset for that exact reason. Like, yeah. fuck, we get it. Stop being a dick. Um <laughs> And you then, just met her yesterday as well. Right, yeah. And then, yeah, like, brings up all these old feelings that they had for each other. Brings up their old relationship for each other. And, um, yeah, it's like it's, they sing uh, SOS together here. More mm. truly poor Pierce Brosnan singing. Um, and then- Yeah, I had an ex who loved this version. Like, what? She would put this on in the car. Why? Oh, my yeah. God. That sucks. Wow. Yeah, that's why I thought Pierce was such a smaller part of it, because he only does a little bit of, like, where you go? Yeah. That's, that's perfect. It's very, like, Basset Houndy. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, the, the song is them realizing that they do still have feelings for each other, but not really knowing what that means, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. And, um, uh, da da what happens now? Yeah, um, money ends with um, like Donna wanting to come and help her help Sophie prepare, but she like does the classic like get to the door, go to knock, and not do it, and then run away. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that classic like uh, romance movie <laughs> move. Um, so frustrating. Why go all the way to the door? Oh, anyway. Yeah. Um, Change your mind sooner, folks. Yeah. Uh, Pink Floyd do the, like, cruising for a bruising ad lib is here as well. Mm. Um, and, yeah, she's cruising for a bruising of the heart. Man, that's that's <laughs> what's going on. Um, out on the beach, uh, Tanya is supposed to be uh, distracting Harry here in, like, a little pedal boat, of which he, like, 
fucking dives off off because he's come mm. up with a brilliant idea and she's like oh okay whatever <laughs> i gave up on that immediately <laughs> because who should show up but bloody um pepper again yeah. and then they have a song together uh about uh it's it's does your mother know or does your mother know does your mother know that you're out right um basically like that like age distance relationship song uh <laughs> that they have here feels really weird um in general um like a, another like, like yeah it's another no shade on it but it's the fact there's a whole crowd of just the boys cheering mm-hmm. and like cheering it on and yeah, really just wanting it to happen and wanting to watch every second oh, is yeah. the weirdest part of it. This feels very Grease as well in that same mm. way. Um, yeah, that tell me more, tell me more energy. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is also where the, the craziest dance move happens. There's like a fast side to side clap move that gets repeated oh, yeah. in this in this dance sequence and it's just it looks like so high energy and so like bad <laughs> it's like <laughs> not a good dance move mm-hmm. um but that, it just stuck out to me most of the dancing in this movie is pretty okay um yeah it, it's just that that one i was like whoa this is like a weirdly intense dance <laughs> song for like a, a like a dance move for a song about like a 50 year old going out with a 20 year old like mm. don't know what's going on there <laughs> yeah it's it's a high risk move for a low reward yeah definitely uh, but fair play um mm. yeah the song also ends with um all the boys like fainting from being like so turned on or something and the yeah. and the girls leaving and being going like uh down boys down boys we did good and i'm like what what does that mean <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> that what i get it i guess they're just so sexy i don't i don't know yeah. i don't know gareth so sexy you gotta faint so sexy you know it's, it felt yeah it's very like very grease, very fifties feeling, mm. where the boys all fall down because they're just so so in love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, uh, back at the wedding, the like ceremony dinners being prepared, and Donna's overseeing it. Uh, there's a hilarious like piece of dialogue which I love, where she says, "Get that meat out of the heat, Carlos." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which is so good i just want to say that to people that like oh. need to put sunblock on <laughs> oh that's good yeah it's just, it like really sticks out especially when you're just reading the subtitles and yeah because like, neither of us know abba too well so i assumed like oh it rhymes is it the start of a song get that meat out of the heat it's yeah one of abba's lesser known songs which they yeah <laughs> which they released about food safety <laughs> <laughs> oh so good uh should get that meat out of the heat carlos carlo because that rhymes with no that could be the last line carlo prime <laughs> yeah yeah we could put it, that in it there throws the meter off really badly it really does. little basket fish little does he know meryl streep is upside down get that meat out of the heat carlo <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible but i think it has to be that that's okay. that's done uh, I hope you remember that for next time we when we finally meet each other at the edge of the pier. Yeah, at the airport. I'm going to scream mm. and then I'm going to run over to you and then I'm going to perform that 
while doing a very intense clap dance. <laughs> yeah. And, and then straight back to the subway. And yeah, by then it'll probably be like a few months from now where both of us have forgotten and like I've done a quick <laughs> yeah. bit of research and you'll be very scared, as will most onlookers. Um, so yeah. yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, you would have been to name my granny dot live and remembered all the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I will. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Um, yes. Uh, Harry comes down to the, to the ceremony uh, prepare, preparation and gives Donna a check as his contribution to the party, um, to the wedding, actually, um, as his, like, fatherly duty, effectively. Mm. It's quite funny because she's like, oh, I can't accept this. And he's like, nope, you can't. You got to do it. I'm running away. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you have to catch me first is what he says. Uh, but like, it's a check. You could, you could just not, you could just not cash the check. <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys, do you know how checks work? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, am I crazy? Um, I don't know. <laughs> It seems <laughs> seems really ridiculous to me <laughs> that you would run yeah. away, but whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Maybe there's a real problem on this island of checks flying, getting caught by a breeze, flying- Magical checks. Sliding straight underneath bankers' hands yeah. to be officiated. That's how the movie Blank Check happened, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. There's <laughs> one of these checks from this magical Abba Island. <laughs> yeah. Um, Colin Firth wrote it. It flew all the way yeah. to a small boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. So, down at the docks, the boats are being decorated for a journey to a different island for the wedding. Mm. A chapel island. Uh, incredible how much this wedding costs. Um, yeah. uh, so much is going into it. God, it would be such a fucking rigmarole. You're already on an island, a beautiful island, mm. and you've got to, like, travel- by boat to another island, which has like 15 flights of stairs <laughs> up to the chapel, only to do that all the way back to the bloody villa to have dinner. And oh my yeah. God, what a fucking mess. This this wedding would take ages. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't want to go. Well, you know the theory that like on an early date, you should do something kind of like big and different- so that you both got a weird united experience. Not this. Like go to medieval times or something. Okay. But like, yeah, why not solidify that? And, you know, really, you know, the first day of being a married couple, you have to go on a big walk up and down some stairs a whole bunch of times. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that works. I don't know about first yeah. date being somebody's wedding. That's pretty intense. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, but fair enough like i don't know blind date yeah first blind date i'm taking you to a, a made-up greek island for, to attend yeah. a stranger's wedding <laughs> pretty intense pretty intense stuff look out everyone on this island sings <laughs> they all sing and you're guaranteed to fall in love if you go yeah wow uh <laughs> no pressure um <laughs> I've already said you're my plus one. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, yes. So Sophie now chooses now the day of her wedding to reveal to Sky the whole scheme with mm -hmm. reuniting with her dad. And honestly, he's pretty justifiably upset <laughs> by mm. this. Um, he does sort of take it the wrong way as like, he's like, oh, so this whole big showy thing is actually about 
you reuniting with your father. It's not really about our love or wanting to be married. Um, and she's like, no, 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 I do love you, et cetera. Um, which is, which it, that isn't it, mate. That ain't it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I understand being upset by this like revelation because it's a dick move being like uh, making it all about this other thing on your wedding day and also not telling him like he would have probably mm. been like reasonably supportive of her wanting to find her father if it wasn't the same day as her wedding. I don't know. It's- yeah. I don't know. But he also then makes it about like, it's clearly oh, about yeah. something else for him. Yeah, definitely. He cha- he yeah. immediately channels it into this other thing that it, it, he's like, oh yeah, I don't want to get married by the way. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that's like really what he's hung up on and using this mm. as leverage to like fuck her over. That's what Sky's angle is. And yeah. Yeah. Again, he just wanted to go on a nice holiday. Yeah. To reiterate, Sky sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't like him. Um uh, is there a black hole above us? Because the sky sucks. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but yeah, he is it, like, I understand. I would be upset in the same situation, but I wouldn't be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would be like, let's still get married. It doesn't matter. Right? Mm. <laughs> Surely. Um, anyway. Yeah. Oh, no, that's bad. We can talk about it later. But today's about us. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, well, there's something bigger at foot, but let's work- yeah that's what being married's all about (laughs) Mm. oh god um anyway uh yeah she's like yeah she's come to him for like the comfort basically she's Mm. like finally confided in him um and yeah even though she's like made a bad decision but yeah he just like fucking leaves her cold he's like i don't know how i feel and then just like leaves (laughs) it's Mm. like fuck okay lame um and then, yeah, Sam, again, takes this as the perfect opportunity to enter frame as, like, people are upset and he's drawn like a moth to flame. It's like, excellent. Now I must <laughs> devour your sadness and grow stronger. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he comes into, like, counsel. Sophie is like, is like, I'm your dad now. Uh, mm. I know what it's like, girl. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> you like, have no idea what you're talking about. Did you, uh, like, is she, she's like, the situation is totally different. Were you in love with the person that you married? And he's like, no. <laughs> so, get dunked, Sam. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Oh, get out of here. You can't sing and you can't dad. <laughs> the worst. Um, anyway, uh. Yeah, so Donna sees that Sophie's upset. She's, like, sort of just wandering around. And then they, uh, she, like, reassures her that everything's going to be fine. And then she, like, prepares her for the wedding. Does the whole Mm. get her into the dress and all that stuff. And we have a song again here about your, like, kid growing older. What's the name of the song? Slipping Through My Fingers is the name of the track. Yeah, yeah, Leverage to be about... um, yeah, like your kid growing older and remembering the good times of looking after your child and then, yeah, them eventually growing up and needing you less and less is sort of the vibe. Yeah. Mm. Um, and some of the sweetest acting in this movie. Like, it's yeah. so lovely, this scene. And you really believe them as mother and daughter. It's very wholesome, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, them reconciling and, like, like h- hugging each other a hell of a lot. And, like, yeah, mm. it's quite sweet. Um yeah. Uh, it ends with um, Sophie, like, she says that she's worried about letting Donna down. And Donna's like, what are you talking about? Like, you couldn't let me down. Um, 
and she this is where she admits that like her mum wouldn't let her come back home when she got pregnant mm. and uh yeah sophie asks her to give her away and so that's four people that are going to be giving her <laughs> away at the wedding i guess this is the one that actually counts because um yeah she, i feel like it's not the move to ask four different people to give you away at the wedding but <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Um, I guess the, yeah. all the dads get the memo because they're all in the audience and not giving her away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they all find out through the magic of the island. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, finally, it's time for the actual wedding. And um, the party uh, heading off to the chapel, uh, uh, she gets to, uh, Sophie gets to ride a little donkey. Very biblical. <laughs> Um, yes. Also, the donkey is covered in the exact flowers from the film Midsommar. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. What's happening, folks? What's going to happen in that chapel, Gareth? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you go in there in skies. Just no. I'm not I'm not even going to say it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. Over there. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we were in brain damage at the end of um, playthrough two here as well. Um, and yeah, so she's off going to the chapel and Donna sort of lags behind and is intercepted by Sam once again. Uh, and they have another song this time. The winner takes it all, um, mm. which is like not really about what's happening in the scene, but that's okay. Um, I guess it kind of is. Uh, yeah, this was the song that made them go like, oh, we could write a musical about ABBA. Really? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. It's definitely like it's one of the more layered kind of. That's complex. true. Like even I mean, the all ABBA songs have a lot more wrinkles than you kind of realize. Yeah, yeah. On the then on the first listen, but this is one where the wrinkles are right out there in front, like a linen shirt. Oh wow, it's a ruffled shirt <laughs> of music. Um, mm, that's the pirate shirt <laughs> of music, much like what ABBA would wear. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Um, I actually I just realized I haven't told you my favorite ABBA fact this whole episode. Oh. Lay it on me. So, you know, <laughs> this is deep into the show. The reason ABBA dress the way they do with the, like, huge boots, the, like, diamantes, mm -hmm. the full polyester outfits with the huge shoulder pads is due to a Swedish tax law that means if you buy clothes that are so outlandish that you're not you're obviously not going to wear them for everyday life, they must only be being used for, huh. um, for work. It's their work uh, You don't uniform. have to pay tax on them. Yeah. Wow. So Abba claimed those as the uniforms. The tax. The tax write-off outfit. Yeah. Incredible. That's very smart. That is a great fact. Oh my god. Um, mm. Man, and it led to such like an iconic part of their look. That's right? yeah, very cool. I wonder if like craft work and stuff like that get the same deal. Any kind of band that has like uh, a, yeah. a sort of look associated with them um man especially like european bands uh yeah, yeah interesting well that band lordy do you remember they were in eurovision like early 2000s and they were dressed ex pretty much exactly like orcs Whoa. were they getting their orc costumes like tax-free wow i hope so yeah that's something i hope for anyone that purchases an orc costume just <laughs> yeah. like manage to somehow write it off as a work expense <laughs> that's a win <laughs> oh fantastic uh, i do wonder like if you just bought clothes and just wore them for both on stage and off stage wouldn't that kind of cost 
like you'll be still saving more money because you haven't bought the initial yeah maybe the secondary outfit <laughs> oh no maybe it's a fabricated fact uh yeah. and they just like they justified it after the fact they were like this would be cool and then they managed they're like hey happy happy accident we actually get to write these off as well <laughs> like I don't that's know. gotta be it yeah yeah I like that. <laughs> oh well anyway winner takes it all um mm. pretty cool pretty cool song like very ballady um a lot of singing on the cliffs out here as we yeah. finish up playthrough two um meryl streep's got a big red scarf which is make, again very perfume ad um mm. yeah uh we get the final lines of her song as we're getting the heartbeats of the second playthrough which is pretty cool um yeah not, not a bad sync here they're like two songs sort of winding up here we get like a one finer the winner takes it all one final the winner takes it all sorry um as the as we get the heartbeats at the end of a clip so like right after that big chord pretty cool mm. um yeah i thought it was really like a nice kind of closing off point and then to re like rejoin the album at the wedding was yeah nice yeah coming in on the wedding and sophie's like awkwardly waiting outside with like kids playing hacky sack or something out here mm. which is pretty funny um and yeah we're in playthrough three and uh yeah donna walks sophie down the aisle um finally and sky is wearing that awful outfit that i talked about <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is going on he looks like like oh, he looks like your, like, friend's brother. He looks- No, I know exactly who he looks like, Gareth. He looks like mm. that one character from Speed Racer grown up. Um, with the watch- With two Spritle. watches. Yeah, lo he looks like grown up Spritel in this moment. <laughs> yeah. That one oh, JPEG we spent 15 minutes talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's throwing me. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, anyway, fair enough. Congrats to Spritel for getting married. But um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get uh, the big reveal here at the end where um, Donna gets up and like finally confronts the situation and says like um, the dads are here and uh, that she doesn't know who the dads are or like which one is the dad really hmm. um and the same goes for sophie and it's like oh shit no one knew who who the dad is um pretty big deal and yeah sam gets up and um he gives his own personal revelation <laughs> stealing the spotlight <laughs> um that when he um left to go get married he uh didn't go through with it and came back to the island but mm. in in the week that he was gone <laughs> Donna was already with Bill at the time. And so he like left yeah. half heartbroken and did get married in the end in like a horrible loveless marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Which he had two kids also, with. So not yeah. great. What's also wild is he says constantly, I have two adult children. Yeah. But like they would be younger than Sophie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Surely. They would be. That they would be like yeah. probably like 17-ish, right? Or like 19 max you know uh yeah i don't know but, you know i guess they're tiny little pierce brosnans who he immediately sent off into the world yeah with little briefcases to yeah. go and run Aww. the company um mm, to become spies or volcano experts yeah <laughs> <laughs> the two possible career paths 
in the mm. Brosnan family. Um, <laughs> uh, the Carmichael family, sorry. Um, oh, yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I do like that the dads all get up and accept shared responsibility for being uh, Sophie's dad. They don't- Yeah. They don't care who the real dad is. They all like Sophie and they all want to be her dad. <laughs> and I think that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's wholesome. And- I love that. And then the fact- it's never answered who the biological father is. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter if there's love. Yeah. Do we want to play a game where we pick who we think it actually is or will that ruin it? Um, let's do it. I have written that in my notes. And also I know who the writers have heard <gasps> of God canon. Yo. Who the writers have said is the father. Okay. Despite no evidence in the script. Okay. My pick is- So, who do you reckon? Sure. My pick is definitely Bill. Mainly because they had the best and most heartfelt, like- reuniting moment mm. and also i think they like have similar genetics <laughs> i think yeah they look the most alike yeah as well <laughs> right so like i yeah. think that 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 he would be a cool adventure dad and yeah. yeah i think i think he's the pick would you agree yeah i don't know if he's he'd be the best like if you had to choose one to be your dad but he's definitely like there's no doubt in my mind that he is the dad <laughs> yeah that's sweet and yeah that's if you don't want to know who the writers have chosen, um, skip ahead 15 seconds. Yeah. But the writers chose Bill as well. Yo. They say he's the dad. Okay. Great. That's it. Yeah. No, no further reaction to let, let listeners know. Um, yeah. Cool. So. Oh, that was very well done. Good podcasting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. the So, yeah. I thought that's quite sweet that they all accept responsibility. And, mm. uh, yeah, they say that they would take a, a paternity test if she wanted. And she's like, nah, it's fine. You can all be my dad. Uh, and then she has a second revelation where it's like, hey, let's not get married <laughs> to <laughs> Sky. You don't want to get married. Uh, we, you always wanted to just, like, save money and travel. Also, we're very young. <laughs> mm-hmm. She finally realized here. And I am shouting at the screen. I am furious in these, like... <laughs> 30 seconds that uh, this wedding has been a colossal waste of time Um, (laughs) because so much has gone into this bloody wedding and like for it not to happen I'd be livid Mm. (laughs) but thankfully Sam chooses you've flown all this way I have I've come from bloody London Gary (laughs) yeah Um, sweating in your suit and no wedding ah God damn it. I walked up on those fucking stairs. Yeah. Uh, you had to set it up because no one else yeah. was setting up the wedding. No one else was helping. They were all singing. Yeah. Oh. Um, anyway. Uh, yes. We are in on the run for me being furiously angry. So, that's, yeah. that's a well, s- sink in my life. <laughs> <laughs> to give us one extra reason to scream is she- Sophie says like, Let's get off this island and see the world. And Pink Floyd mutter, race towards an early grave. Yo, they disagree with this move. They want this wedding yeah. to happen as much as me. <laughs> yeah, they're Woo. like, do not leave this island. Oh. Uh, Sam saves the day, though. He he saves mm. this fucking wedding budget by proposing on the spot to Donna, but revealing that he's always loved her over that time. Um, screw his ex-wife and kids who have no idea about this. Um, (laughs) she probably like, where's dad? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Um, yeah. And, um, he proposes to her and the crowd encourage her to say yes. 
um, through the medium of the song, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, um, mm-hmm. which is written in my notes as I do, I do, I do, I do, Dio, <laughs> which Ooh. is a different version done by Ronnie James Dio, I yeah. think, um, which I can't wait to hear. Um, uh, but yeah. The other definitive cover is the one by um, Cal from Keenan and Cal about yeah. Orange Soda. Oh, yeah? Just- Nineties kids, just nineties kids, just nineties things. Nineties kids. You could also yeah. do Dido, 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 Dido. Oh, <laughs> that would work as well. It's more of a mournful tune. That one. <laughs> well, what do Abba say when they're like calling their friends idiots? They just go doy, 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 doy. <laughs> oh, this joke has legs like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. <laughs> Is it wearing Abba's famous boots? Because it's got legs. Oh, yeah. Nice. ZZ Top. <laughs> uh- <laughs> From Abba to ZZ Top. We've got it We've all. We've got it. Oh, nice. There we go. We should put that on our, like, podcast bio. I like that. Um, it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but it's great. What a miscommunication. It's not what we do. <laughs> it's not, but it's, like, it, it works, you know? Yeah, if we started a classic rock station, that's oh, the yeah. tablet. That's it, line. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sink Floyd FM. Mm. I like that. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she does say, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. And they get married. Um, here, the hmm. priest is bloody stoked, as am I, um, that this <laughs> wedding is not going to waste. And um, we cut immediately uh, through the arduous journey back to the other island um, to the ceremony that's happening. And Sam gives a, like, reception speech through song. What's the name of this song? I actually didn't write this one down. Um, God. Uh, me neither. I just wrote Pierce. <laughs> yeah, it's another bad <laughs> Pierce Brosnan singing <laughs> song. Mm. It is an ABBA song, I think. But, yeah, it's, like, it feels very, like, closing time kind of energy. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, we get the crash and on the run syncing here with the poor singing, but not much else. The crashing mm. and burning of uh, Pierce Brosnan's vocal career. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and also the clock's not really aligning with much other than the crowd coming in and joining in the singing. Um, here we get another like shoehorned song coming in as uh, Bill talks about briefly being a loner and also being an author, which is like the exact same character traits that Rosie has. <laughs> Mm. and um therefore they are a perfect match for each other because they have two things that are the same um yeah and yeah the we get a sequence where rosie is saying um take a chance on me another ever song and uh trying to convince bill to like give her a chance and give their relationship a chance which he like we know that he's like into her but is scared of that relationship um, in spite of being like a adventure boy, um, he's actually like very terrified of intimacy, it would seem. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he like resists her throughout this song and gets like chased all over the island, which is very weird. Yeah. Um, and eventually, yeah, like can't, cannot resist her and uh, yeah, they get together. Um, also during this song, Harry has the res- uh, realization that he's gay. So- Mm. That sort of came out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. 
Um, we'd got a bit earlier about him saying like that he lives with only dogs, his dogs. And also like in the ceremony, there's a bit about him not having like Donna being his last relationship, which was like 20 years ago. So yeah, the last, the first and last woman he loved. Yeah. So maybe he's made that realization about himself, but like, it sort of comes out of nowhere. That's sort of it. Um, mm. for the precursor. It's not like done as deeply as it no. should be, but still way more intently than every like Disney gay character oh, kind of yeah. thing we've had in the last few years. Like, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. At least that he's like, he is, he is gay. He is out and proud mm. <laughs> in this moment. Yeah. So, you know, power to him, but whatever. Yeah. It, he doesn't just look at someone in the background of a shot. Yeah. People are like, hey, there you go. Yeah. He's not doing the sheepish mm. thing, <laughs> which wouldn't be yeah. his usual move. So good, good stuff. Um, yeah. Good on him. Anyway, it's just, yeah, it's just sort of a non sequitur. I guess everyone has to get together with someone for the next sequence because yeah, everyone yeah. is dancing in the courtyard and the, the ground uh, cracks the, the little mosaic of the dolphin cracks open and the fountain of water erupts out of it the aphrodite blessed mm. water in fact uh in very very framey slow-mo <laughs> like post-production <laughs> slow-mo um uh <laughs> donna says it's aphrodite and it's <laughs> yeah. it's overdubbed over top of her uh footage and it looks terrible <laughs> Uh, she's like clearly clearly the overdub isn't in slow-mo it's just Meryl Streep speaking slowly and matching the meter yeah. it's really weird um but yeah it, it's it's fun um and then mm. yeah there's a bit of celebratory dancing in the geyser of water as we yeah, get a reprise very intense stuff yeah a, a very very everyone's stripping their clothes off yeah you know, like at a wedding <laughs> <laughs> and mm. uh yeah we get a reprise of mamma mia um uh but we're hearing the time solo <laughs> yeah uh and yeah we uh cut to the dark of night here again for like uh, uh the intro again the weird <laughs> i don't overly mm. fantastical blue uh series where um Sophie is leaving on a boat with Sky to go and travel the world, presumably. It feels like Frodo leaving Middle Earth. <laughs> you yes, know? 112%. Right? It's, it feels like yeah. she's going into the afterlife right now. Um, yeah. Well, also bringing that home is Pink Floyd singing, One Day Closer to Death <laughs> as yeah. they leave. See ya <laughs> on their magical yeah. propelled boat. And yeah, we cut from that weird end to this movie <laughs> to um, the final credits for just a couple of extra ABBA uh, uh, performances by the cast. Mm. Um, yeah, the Donna and the Dynamos performed Dancing Queen once more for us on like a, a disco kind of stage in ABBA gear. And then we get Waterloo as well for the credits. Um, and also all the boys come out in Abigail as well, which yeah. is a lot of fun. They're clearly having a good time um, for this credit sequence, presumably the last thing that they filmed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, pretty great stuff. Pretty fun credit yeah. sequence for a musical, I think. Um, because Yeah, it it's very much a Broadway, I mean, a jukebox Broadway musical. Yeah. To, you know, 
get you leaving with the big hits no matter what they are even if you've heard them before even if they didn't fit the script absolutely it would be such a weird movie to end on i have a dream and this weird (laughs) blue like Mm. farewell frodo leaving middle earth sequence and then cut to black in credits like that's a very strange end to the movie (laughs) mamma mia so i'm glad that they do this um yeah Yeah. for us we get great gig playing us out um and yeah basically uh we get a little bit i think of um us and no not us and then money and then that's it we get over the Mm. credits yeah I, I, I stopped paying attention after after the characters left the screen. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I mean, um, if you can't, if you can still think about anything after seeing Pierce, Stalin, and Colin in those like amazing seventies outfits, yeah. If there's a single thought that remains in your head, you're a stronger no. person than I. <laughs> yeah, it it would it would be a, a thing that would be playing out in the cinema, and I'm desperately looking into my empty popcorn box for more popcorn but i've already eaten it all and i'm like mm. i just i just need i need to leave <laughs> i need to leave now but i cannot because people are still on the screen <laughs> i'm not yeah. allowed you know that's the feeling yeah, if they can still see you if i could get through those like final three minutes by just scoffing my face full of popcorn i would be totally okay <laughs> but it would be an impossible situation yeah, you would have yeah. needed a backup popcorn just for this. Just for, just for this final little bit. A tiny little mm. mini popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you think? How did it sink, Gareth? Uh, Let me know. Look, uh, the year is 2006. Mm-hmm. And a bold journalist asks Roger Walters if he's ever heard Abba's album, The Visitors. Mm. Um. This, I could not find this actual interview, but this is quoted in Alexis Pedris's Guardian review of the Scissor Sisters' second album. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Walters, Walters had no time for this question. Right. He cut the journalist short and his entire opinion on ABBA he wanted to give. This being Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Yes. He said, from the first bar I ever heard by ABBA, I was an ex-listener. Whoa rude right so rude the one man who does not like abba happens to be in the band that we covered man who knew that's wild apparently the scissor sisters um Mm. (laughs) yeah again weird thing to include in your scissor sisters review absolutely that yeah so so that that's definitely got a factor into our rating here um yeah Ugh. Did he then go out of his way to write an album that he knew would make Abba's jukebox musical movie extra scary? Was that mm. like maybe, maybe Pink Floyd's intention? That is, yeah, that's, there's potentiality in that. I, I can see yeah. that happening, yeah. Um, yeah. I but again, I can't, I can't abide something that doesn't sync two songs called Money. So. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah a crushing indictment there. No, no mm. good. Uh, yeah, those are my loose thoughts at the bottom of the popcorn bowl. Yeah, James, this bit swirling around with the the uncooked kernels. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling similar. Um, it's always tough rating these um, fully musical <laughs> movies. <laughs> you know, uh, it's because yeah. again we have the two competing uh, battle of the bands sort of 
uh, situation happening. So it makes it tough mm. on the boys. Um, but I'm I'm feeling better about this one than I am some of the other ones. I feel like it's not yeah. terrible, but it's not high. I don't, I've, I think we could go like three and a half, maybe. Um, yeah, that's where I'm kind of at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I like three and a half. Yeah. Cool. I was thinking, like, what's scarier, three and a half or four, but definitely three and a half. Yeah. The scariest oh. number. The sc- <laughs> Canonically, the most scary number. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Three and a half. Plotted. Put it on the graph. It's on the graph. And tremble. Oh, tremble, Gareth. <laughs> oh. Oh. What are we doing next? I'm trembling. You're trembling with anticipation because, Gareth, (laughs) we're doing another musical in a row. Uh I'm running it back. It's we're going to a musical that musical that came out two years after our fabled album that we listen to every week. And it has uh, it's also going to lean much more into the horror vibe. It's a horror musical. It's. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Gareth. Yes. Yes. I was, oh my gosh. I was listening to the soundtrack earlier this week. Hell yeah. Yes. Gonna oh, be brilliant. a good time. Oh man. Well, let's plan it, Janet, to record it in the <laughs> near future, that is. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, cool. You've been listening to sync floyd fm from abba to zz top yeah um check us out on name my granny dot live <laughs> as well as um <laughs> twitter.com slash sync floyd pod letterbox.com slash sync floyd facebook sync floyd gmail sync floyd pod at gmail.com and um i've been gareth blackler i've been james Barron. And until next time, I'm that little basket fish. Little does he know, Meryl Streep is upside down. Get that meat out of the heat, Carlo. <laughs> yes, I've been broken hearted. Blue since the day we parted. Why, why did I ever let you go? That's got to be better than Pierce, right? <laughs> <laughs>